avid listeners. Thanks again for tuning into Sin's workshop. Hope you're all having a wonderful day. So today we're going to be talking about The Nemesis by S.J. Kincaid. This is the third and final book in the Diabolic Trilogy. And I have to say, oh my God, I love it so much. <laughs> um, the story follows Nemesis shortly after she was killed, quote unquote, um, on live streaming at the end of The Empress. So now she is kind of bent on revenge. You know, she's feeling kind of broken. She's feeling kind of down. And after a failed attempt to kill Tyrus and then being abandoned by the rebellion, she is living on the run with Anguish, her only diabolic. I will say, seeing her and Anguish together was such a happy surprise for me. They formed such a strong bond um, in this novel, and it's a really strong familial bond. They are like brother and sister, and they care about each other. I mean, when you see how they began in the Diabolic and then the, the Empress, for them to just be alone together, caring for one another, looking out for one another, and helping the other survive in such a strong brother-sister relationship formed between them. It's so wonderful to see. So I was really happy with that progression of the relationship. And it was unsuspecting. I mean, I didn't see that coming at all. I didn't think, oh yeah, Anguish and Nemesis, they're totally going to become a family unit. I mean, he wanted to kill her. And he was all for Navini, right? He fell in love with Navini. He kind of became her guardian. And those two themselves formed a really good bond. It's just... Kincaid did such a wonderful job. Like, everything she laid out, it felt like, yes, this is definitely the direction that the story should go. I mean, it's so fitting that this story is evolving to this point. Except it's not predictable in any shape of the in any shape of the word it's not predictable the way that it's just evolving and moving was just so well done i mean it fit again it fit within the natural progression of the storytelling but again it wasn't it wasn't predictable and that's what a lot of what i love about the series i mean don't get me wrong Nemesis, she can be really bullheaded sometimes. I mean, but it fits within her characterizations. You can't help but love her. You're like, oh my god, Nemesis, come on already. Because she's grown so much. And you think you have to think about what she is. She's a diabolic, you know. She was engineered. She was created. And for a long time, society viewed her as an abomination. I mean, technically, all diabolics should not exist. Her and Anguish are the last two. Anguish because he used to belong to the former queen. And her because her handlers, quote unquote, decided to fake her death so that they could keep her alive to continue protecting their daughter. So they are the last two remaining diabolics. And I really did like how they evolved again. But back to my main point. Diabolics are created 
as hunters, almost as protectors. So they only see things in black and white. And you see that Nemesis used to see things that way, which is where her bullheadedness comes into play. But now she sees things in shades of gray. She's like, not everything is as black and white. She went from being a diabolic. She went to an empress, and now she's the face of the rebellion. You know, Nemesis lives. That is what people say. Nemesis lives because they want to strike at Tyrus. They want to strike at the empire that has grown so gluttonous. And I, that's another thing I love about Kincaid's writing. Nemesis is the name of the Greek goddess of revenge, you know, who punished humans for their gluttony. That's exactly what Nemesis is doing in this book. You know, she wants her revenge against Tyrus because he did betray her. Or did he? <laughs> Lots of plot twists in this book. Oh my god, they were so good. Um, but she also wants to do what he intended in the first book. He, she wants to take down the Empire because it has gotten so gluttonous. And the people who live on the, on the Exus, you know, people who live on planets instead of in spatial structures, they are being abused by their governing system, by this monarchy that is now gone into full chaotic madness. I mean, Tyrus has lost his shit here, but it was just such a wonderful way to progress the story. And it just fit. I mean, that pacing that momentum, the character dynamics, the character tension, everything just flowed so wonderfully that it keeps you hooked from beginning to end. And I mean, oh, such a good book. Oh, I love it so much. I really do. I love how we go from lovers to enemies to enemies to lovers. It was just great. <laughs> it's great. And even the ending, oh my God, the ending, a sweet. it's a bittersweet ending. It kind of broke my heart a little bit. But on the other hand, I was happy with it because I'm like, you know what? This is a wonderful way to end the story. It really was. And it's not just Nemesis who's gone through such a character arc. I mean, Navini and Tyrus and Anguish. I love when authors do not forget their side characters and they give them character arcs as well. They may not have a point of view, but you can still grow them through the lens of the plot. And Kincaid did that in such a wonderful way that you feel for these characters, you know? You feel how they drive the story forward and how they drive the plot forward. I mean, it really is masterful, masterful storytelling as far as a space opera goes. And I love a good space opera. Absolutely love a good space opera. So I'm going to go ahead and give this four and a half out of five stars. It doesn't quite get that five, only because... Nemesis's bullheadedness, I can see how that's going to be. I mean, sometimes I got annoyed with her. I love her to death, but sometimes I just wanted to be like, oh my God, Nemesis, come on already. Get your shit together. But so that's why it's going to get four and a half out of five stars. Um, if you want to go ahead and purchase the book, I will include links in the description of this podcast. These are affiliate links that do help support me and this podcast. Uh, you can also become a supporter on Buy Me Coffee or Anchor FM, my recording platform. Another way you can support Sin's Workshop is by liking this podcast, subscribing to it, and sharing it with all your book-loving friends. I hope you all have a wonderful rest of your day, and as always, happy reading.